everyone. Welcome to Around the World in 80s Movies. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the film writer for the website Quipster.net. You can find reviews of these movies that I talk about here and also new movies, classic movies, foreign films, you name it, all on my website. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be talking about the third Really, it's episode six, but it's the third of the original Star Wars trilogy. It's Return of the Jedi, of course. Fantasy, sci-fi, action, adventure, romance, you name it, it's all in here. PG rated for violence, and it runs two hours and 14 minutes. Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and Billy D. Williams return. Ian McDermott playing the Emperor. Richard Marquand is the director, the screenplay credited to Lawrence Kasdan and George Lucas, and although it's the weaker of the three entries in the Star Wars episode four through six story arc, I think that Return of the Jedi is still as thoroughly entertaining a final chapter as anyone could have reasonable hope for. George Lucas deciding to go for more of an emotional feel to his story here, he concentrates much more on the relationships that the middle chapter, Empire Strikes Back, set in motion. And as a result, there's a tendency to be a little bit looser with the material than the last two films. He lets the quieter moments linger a bit and injects more of a nostalgic feel. For instance, there's this moment when Han Solo looks sadly at the Millennium Falcon because he senses it's going to be the last time that he will see it. And certainly that probably was the intent, but you'll know that this feeling will turn out not to be true if you've seen The Force Awakens in recent years. And we too had that sense, at least at that time, that the book would close for these characters in the settings that we've grown to know and love over the course of the three films. It's a softer approach, perhaps even a little bit soggy at times, but I think this is a Star Wars lover's delight through and through. This final entry sees the Empire creating a new Death Star, a feat with such magnitude even the Emperor himself, played by Ian McDermott, has come out to oversee the progress. And meanwhile, there's this rescue attempt underway to try to spring Han Solo from his icy trap, in Jabba the Hutt's lair, Luke Skywalker has grown in his Jedi training, but only a confrontation with Darth Vader is going to make his education complete, and it's a showdown that Luke wants to avoid now that there are familial ties that have been revealed. Meanwhile, the Rebellion once again plans to destroy the Death Star before it becomes functional by eliminating the force field surrounding it, generated by a base on a nearby moon, but the Wicked Emperor is no fool. He has a few surprises up his sleeve as... We come to learn in this film. For years, I struggled with a lot of mixed feelings in regard to Return of the Jedi. And while I've always been content with the film as a whole, there's this level of annoyance at certain aspects that are largely absent from the previous two films. Perhaps this has to do with a large upswing in the so-called cuteness factor. And much of this involves the introduction of the Ewoks, the cute furry creatures that inhabit Endor, the forest moon that contains the generator for the Death Star's force shield. From the first moment that they appeared in the movie, when I watched it when I was 12 years old, all the way to, up to today, I've really wanted to dropkick every single one of those Care Bear lookalikes, because I'm somewhat offended that such an already lucrative franchise had to stoop even lower to gain more of our cash by trying to entice every boy and girl to want one of these furry animals for themselves. And as big a Star Wars fan as I am, I've even avoided the made-for-TV spin-offs, the Ewok Adventure and Ewoks Battle for Endor, out of disdain. I still have yet to watch those films. From what I hear, I haven't really missed much anyway, but I've made the mistake of mentioning to my daughter Lily that they exist, and now she actually really does want to watch those things. 
But I guess I must be softening into my old age because my tolerance for the Ewoks and and for the schmaltzy aspects of Return of the Jedi have mostly dissipated over the years. I credit my own growing nostalgia for this change of heart. And even though I still wish a different direction had been taken in certain moments and certain scenes in the movie, they've kind of grown on me in time. I've kind of warmed up to the weaker elements of the film. I may not really ever want to hug the Ewoks, per se, but I think that the visions of chasing them down with a riding lawnmower are mostly gone. However, I've not quite gotten to the level of my tolerance where I wouldn't enjoy seeing someone else take up that task, I suppose. The Richard Marquand-helmed film starts off with my least favorite sequence, the rescue of Han Solo amid a grotesque version of The Muppet Show. There's a certain silliness to these scenes from the funny costumes, the bad music, the special editions especially makes this even worse with this terrible new song called Jedi Rocks that I literally close my eyes and plug my ears to when it appears. There's obvious puppetry of most of the characters in these scenes, and perhaps the worst aspect of those early scenes is that it lasts about 40 minutes, roughly a third of the total running length of Return of the Jedi, so repeat viewings have made me very impatient to slog through those scenes and just jump to the parts that I consider to be very good. However, my pick for my least favorite scene overall in the film happens to be on Endor, where there's this heart-to-heart discussion between Luke and Leia that takes place that's meant to solidify the bond between them, but the dialogue in that scene is so atrocious It may have been best to just never consummate that relationship at all. And poor Harrison Ford seems like he's just not into this film at all. He's gone from roguish and brave smuggler to henpecked boyfriend and loyal sidekick status in Return of the Jedi. And it does seem like his IQ has dropped about 30 points since being released from his carbonite prison. Anyway, once they're off Tatooine, the movie finally begins to heat up, especially in setting up the father and son confrontation that results in one of the most exciting battles in all three of the Star Wars films. Along the way, there's some very funny bits, especially involving C-3PO, whom the Ewoks think is a god of some sort. And there's a heavy, hokey soap opera aspect to the proceedings with Han and Leia's romance and jealousy. Luke's meeting with Obi-Wan and Yoda. Don't ask, just see the movie if you want to know why Obi-Wan's still around. And there's a lot of wrangling about Luke's destiny. And while the film isn't always pithy, it does work, mostly because we really do like these characters. And then there's a completely riveting final half hour. And you know you're watching some big-time movie magic. That's where the movie really earns its keep. As a favorite among Star Wars fans, I really do think it ends very well. Return of the Jedi is not really a standalone film, so you do have to watch Star Wars or A New Hope. And The Empire Strikes Back It's absolutely essential to do so. And why would you deny yourself the pleasure of doing that anyway? Conversely, I think viewing this final chapter is also essential to anyone who has seen those first two films. So think of the trilogy as a complete story most people tend to anyway. It may not be the best of the three. It encroaches into some silly antics meant to entertain toddlers to the point of embarrassment if you're an adult. But I do think that the chemistry is still as strong as ever among the characters. And whatever flaws it may have are easily covered over by the charm and the good cheer the movie generates, as well as immense intrigue, making this a goodbye so satisfying. I think the most emotional moment in a film full of them comes when the credits roll, and you know this trilogy is finally, sadly, over. I'm giving Return of the Jedi, even though it's my least favorite of the three, equally a four-star rating out of four. Four stars on my scale means I do recommend it for everybody. This is a trilogy that is among my most cherished of movie-going experiences, so why would I not recommend it to everyone? I think that they are all essential viewing as far as I'm concerned, and I'm more than happy 
to expose my daughter to it and rewatch them with my wife and just rewatch them for myself in general. I can't get enough of them. And so that's why I watch these films at least once a year, maybe two or three times, depending on when I want to revisit my old friends. So, I mean, what can I say? I'm a sucker for these movies. I'm a Star Wars fanboy through and through. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. In just a moment, I'll be talking with my daughter, Lily, about what she thought of Return of the Jedi, just as I did at the end of my episodes for The Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars. She'll be joining me on some of the movies, at least the ones that a five-year-old can watch. So that may not be that many during the 1980s. There were a lot of violent films in the decade, but at least there are a lot of family-friendly films. There is violence in the Star Wars trilogy, to be sure, but... She was on board for it the whole way, so I'm a really happy guy because she loves them just as much as I do, it seems. So you've been listening to Around the World in 80s Movies. I'll try to do these episodes about on a weekly basis. Now that the Star Wars trilogy is over, we're going to get into some other kinds of movies as well. So I also look forward to hearing from you. If you have any requests as far as what movies within the 1980s that you would like me to cover, you can write to me. You can go to my website, quipster.net, and find my contact information. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. And don't forget, I also do podcasting work with new movie reviews on the Quipster Film Review Podcast, as well as on the In Session Film Podcast. Go to InSessionFilm.com for more details. And by the way, if you want to hear my take on Blade Runner, I just recorded with Brendan Cassidy of that show a review of Blade Runner. You can look for the extra film segment of that show. Go to InSessionFilm.com and look for that review. And that was recorded on October 5th, 2017. So check out those dates when you're looking for that episode. Until next time, thank you, everyone. And may the Force be with you. Hi, I'm here with my daughter Lily, and Lily and I watched Return of the Jedi recently. Did you like Return of the Jedi like the other ones? I like the last one. You like the last one? The mm-hmm. third movie the best? Mm-hmm. Why do you like the third movie the best? I just like it because it's more intense. More intense? What about the Ewoks? Did you like the Ewoks? Um, yes. Yeah? Were they your favorite characters in this movie? My favorite characters in this movie were one of the bad guys. One of the bad guys? Uh Uh-oh, we're getting into this. So last movie you said you were rooting for Darth Vader to win, and this time one of the bad guys is your favorite. Which bad guy is your favorite? Those ones that ride it on those machines of those. Oh, you mean like the stormtroopers that were on the the little bikes that fly through the air? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. You, you, those are your favorite. They don't even really have any personality. You like the, you like them better than the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I did like the Lily, Ewok song. I'm gonna tell you, if you were a Jedi, you would be, you would go to the dark side within like two minutes. You wouldn't last very long. You would go, you would go right to being Darth Vader. I think. Mm-hmm. Would you like to be on the dark side, or you want to be a good guy? Light side. The light side. Okay. But you just root for the dark. <laughs> you just root for the bad guys. Yeah. All right. What about Jabba the Hutt? Did you like Jabba the Hutt? Jabba the Hutt was that really big, big slug-looking thing oh, that yeah. Princess, Princess Leia was chained to. Did you like him? 
Um, no. No? Okay. Well, there's at least one bad guy you don't like. What did you like about that one? He was slimy. Slimy. Did you... And he changed Princess Leia up to the neck. Yeah. Not a good guy, huh? <laughs> uh-uh. So if you walked into your room and Jabba the Hutt was in there, what would you say? I would hit him in the face. <laughs> you would hit him in the face? With and what? I would put, and I would stick toys to his head. Oh, <laughs> He would have no chance against your toys. Some of those are pretty pointy, huh? Yeah. So now you've seen all three of the original Star Wars movies. Are you excited to see more Star Wars movies? Or you want to go to something else now? Um, wasn't that the end? Yeah, it's kind of the end. For a lot of people, it's the end. But George Lucas, the guy who made those movies, also made Darth Vader stories. So you get to see his origin. And that now there's movies that are continuing after this. But there are, and I hesitate to say this, Lily, but there are a couple of Ewok adventures. Did you want to see the Ewok adventures? Yes. You do? On a scale of 1 to 10, what do you give Return of the Jedi? Um, probably at least a 12. A 12? Wow, that is higher than the other ones. I'm not going to go as high as you, Lily. I'm not as big a fan of Return of the Jedi as the other two, but I do love it. I think you probably are more in the demographic to love Ewoks, and I am just, I am just I too... I like the Ewoks more than Princess Leia. You like the Ewoks more than Princess Leia? If, uh, if they replaced Princess Leia with, with a, a, an Ewok, you would be more happy? Mm-hmm. That would be a completely different movie. There's so many mistakes that have been made with the Star Wars franchise that I could see that happening at some point. Thank you so much, Lily. I'm glad that you really enjoyed them because it makes my heart happy as well. And we will continue on. We'll look for other movies that you can help me with on Around the World in 80s Movies. Say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye.